What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Box Out Boys podcast. This is the box score episode. Instant recap to uh, the hottest game in the NBA tonight. And that, of course, is the only game on, the only game left. Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. I got Chris, the stats man, with me here tonight. Joey is uh, having technical issues and is not able to join us tonight, but he will be back next week. Um, Chris, so just uh, give me your uh, instant reaction. Game seven, man. What happened? What do you hey, think? hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey, hey. My reaction is Miami missed nine field goals in the fourth quarter straight at one point and just felt like they could have won this game. Boston was clearly the better team, but they just weren't really playing like that. There were some times when they are talking about Tatum being more aggressive, and uh, you know Boston's got more talent, but it looked like Miami – if Miami could have – Miami could have – I feel like Miami lost this more. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. It, a wire-to-wire win for Boston. So, I mean – they had it. I mean, what was the the biggest the league got to? About nineteen or something at one point. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Sounds yeah. about right. Uh, but it was. It felt like it was between like ten to fifteen most of the game. Uh, Miami had cut it to like seven or eight several times. Just felt like they couldn't get over the hump. Then that fourth quarter came. He said they missed all those shots in a row, uh, but still managed to cut it to two with you know under a minute left. So very winnable game, and like you were saying, you know, you have make a couple of plays earlier in the game, you get things going. Maybe don't get dig a hole as deep as they got they they dug, and maybe they could have won this game. I kept feeling like I kept feeling like Boston was going to take this. Like I was like, but it was weird. You know, Miami kept hanging around. It kept hanging around, and the way Jimmy Butler was playing, especially early on in those, uh, I think the second quarter he went off when he had twenty one points in the something in the, in the second yeah. quarter. That was, I mean, he was looking like a like he could maybe do something scary or, or you know, win this win the game just by himself because there wasn't getting much help outside of Bam. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. Miami almost had almost like snuck out a, a win. <laughs> they almost, <laughs> almost snuck out a win. It almost felt like they could they should have snuck it out. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of reminded me of. Um, was it the last Eastern Conference final with Bucks Nuts? Was that what it was last year, right? Bucks and nuts. KD, oh KD yeah, Bucks went nuts, nuts. and yeah. uh, it was just a foot on the line that kept him. Mm. What was in the conference finals? It was like the semis. It was the second round, yeah. Yeah, and he played all forty-eight minutes in that game, just like Butler did today. So it just felt like, you know, oh man, like they're gonna do it. But you know, the, I mean, the Nets felt like they blew that game. That's how I feel with Miami right now. It's like oh, Miami could have had it. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm with you on that. That Miami could have had it. I don't know about should have had it, but they very very well. They they 100 should yep. not have had it. <laughs> I mean, Victor Oladipo is playing 32 minutes. Max Struss is looking like you know he's does yeah. that guy make over a million? What's his salary? This guy makes like 600k maybe right now, or he gets 1.6 I guess. But it's just it was it's a weird team that like they kind of just like grinded their way. Yeah. The to get here throughout the whole season and uh but boston just looked bigger more talented and ultimately got it done yeah and and it was really like a you know a game of runs in, in this game in particular where i felt like boston would have like a seven or oh run and then miami would come back and and sneak that lead the lead back pretty back and forth throughout most of the game as far as you know the runs were were concerned yeah, uh, not a lot from Hero, especially in the second half. He maybe could have been useful there, but he was probably he probably got re- hurt again. He played six again? minutes, yeah. but he wasn't doing much. Um, yeah, 
I mean, his offense could have been something. You know, hey, they, Boston looks oh, excited. Oh, they definitely missed him. Yeah. Yeah. We're watching the uh, the end right now. Tatum with his uh, Kobe Bryant armband. That was, oh, was pretty cool. Yeah, I did like that. I was like, but you got to you got to win that game. <laughs> you got to win that. <laughs> you got to win that one, bud. You can't you can't lose the, that game. And the weirdest thing with the Celtics team, I want to call out is Marcus Smart again led the team in field goal attempts. He had twenty two. Tatum only had twenty one. Wow. You, you can't that can't keep happening, can it? Like this is it's like a Russell Westbrook OKC kind of thing. Like you shouldn't be taking all those shots. Marcus, he, he looked good early. I mean, he, only, he went three for 10 at the end, but he had a couple early on in the game. But I don't know, man. Um, I'm yeah. kind of feeling like, you know, like going into the finals, I I don't know how I feel about this Boston team. I feel like they're a more talented team, but I, it just seeing them on the court, it just, they never have that aggressiveness to like really, yeah, really like, you know, put a team away. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, Joey's favorite word of the playoffs has been the championship pedigree. I'm wondering if they are going to have that extra gear. They're going up against a team that's been there six times now. Six and eight. Six and eight. Hey, it's <laughs> just like our Chicago Bulls. Pretty wild to think about that. Um, but they're going up against a team that knows how to win. And uh, Boston has, I mean, Boston's played tough. We start maybe start to get into a little bit of the, uh, the preview here. Uh, finals preview. Uh, yeah, Boston has won two road game sevens now, back to back. They're yeah definitely battle tested. I mean, they look uh, they look to be a complete team. You know, uh, very much like the Suns last year, in my opinion, uh, but maybe with a better overall star in Tatum. Uh, he said Marcus Smart is taking a lot of shots. He is playing good. He's you know defensive player of the year. And then Brown has been looking pretty solid too. Uh, but looking ahead to the finals, Chris, what is your, oh, you know, just just your overall thought about them and their matchup against Golden State? It's the best matchup you could have asked for. I think of all the teams. I think when you look back on this, like the best teams in each conference really made it. Like yeah. we never thought the Suns were the best team. It was you know it was always Golden State. Um. And then in the East, like Boston really was the better team. They proved it over Milwaukee and Miami. They had to go through both of them. So, yeah, Boston, yeah. for sure. I would say that Boston in the East definitely looked like the best team. I mean, the Phoenix was the best team all season, but then when it came playoff time, they did not look like the best team. No. Um, Golden State has looked like the best team in the West throughout the uh, the entire playoffs. I think it was Golden but... State, man. They, they've been looking fantastic. Like this yeah. team is so exciting, and they, they actually they you know they kill their opponents. The, the Maverick series could have gone six or seven, you know, if a couple of things broke right. But the Warriors with Clay, with you know Wiggins, is looking like a whole different person for this team. Certainly this is, is the perfect matchup because you look at it like okay, we got Smart against Curry, we got Clay against Jalen Brown, we got Wiggins, Tatum, Draymond, Al Horford, um, you know, and then I guess Looney and Grant Williams, yeah. But, uh, and then off the bench, you got Poole. And, well, who's off the Celtics bench that's actually kind of worth? Pritchard? Nobody. Uh, Hayden, Grant, yeah. Grant Williams. Grant, if he's not. Oh, Grant, Robert Williams, Derek White, I guess. So yeah. I think maybe it's just Warriors depth is a little bit better with Poole coming off the bench. Um, I was going to say Bielitsa, but, <laughs> um, you know, Kaminga. If he can, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like this Warriors team to kind of win this. Um, I, I like that they actually have team basketball. As I said this before the pod with uh, Miami and Boston. There wasn't really like any plays. It didn't really feel like it was just like, all right, now your turn, now my turn, now your turn, now my turn. And the Warriors just have a little bit more rhythm 
than I, I wasn't seeing from Boston. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they definitely have great rhythm. Their offense is always in motion, very fluid. They move the ball a lot. They, make, they cut to the basket a lot. Uh, defensively, they're also very tough. They have a lot of different looks that they can show Boston. Um, a couple things that I'm very curious about, and I honestly, I, I'm going to pick Golden State whenever we finally make picks or you know, however we do this. I'm going to pick Golden State only because they've been there before and they've won. And that's it's Steph Curry, it's Draymond, you know, all those guys. But honestly, as far as picking this series, I am a complete coin flip, in my opinion. I think it's going to be. I think there's a couple of things that that I could see right away. I don't know if um, Golden State has played a team that is this good d- defensively yet in the playoffs. Um, yeah. And I don't know if, and obviously Boston hasn't played a team that can shoot as well as Golden State can shoot. So. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. The Warriors kind of had an easy road, right? Like, yeah, essentially. I mean, Denver, yeah. and then the Grizzlies were under. I mean, Denver was just Jokic. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies were a young team. Grizzlies aren't that, ready. Like, yeah, they weren't. Yeah, and then you got the Mavericks, who are basically like the Nuggets and OH, just a single guy. Yeah, and now and now they're at a, now they got to go against a Boston team who has three guys who can explode. Grant Williams. I mean, even Al Horford had a thirty point game in this playoffs, yeah. right? So who knows? Um. And that's where I'm like kind of hesitant too. I'm like, I want to go Warriors because you know the the pedig- the championship pedigree, the veteran status of that team. Um, but Boston just feels like the t- more talented, bigger team that could be like the young guns that could really come in and, and take this. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's gonna come down to a few key matchups. I think you you highlighted them there when you were kind of running down the rosters, but it's gonna be Marcus Smart versus Steph Curry. How does he defend Steph? If he can kind of limit Steph and limit that. Yeah, he's you know he's the the heart of their offense. If he can limit Steph a lot, that changes the game for sure. And then Wiggins on uh, Tatum. If if Wiggins can do what he did yeah. against Doncic, you know, and kind of slow him down a little bit, or at times, and I mean, Doncic was still going off in the series, but kind of be a, a, an effective one on one defender and having to double, that's huge for Golden State. Uh, a couple of numbers I saw, just kind of some fun stuff I think here. I'm calling this the uh, the one hundred nine factor. <laughs> All right. So in the uh, Miami series, Boston lost every game that Miami won or scored 109 points. The three games they lost was 109, 111, something like one point. In the Golden State in the series against the Mavericks did not score less than 109. So that's kind of curious there. So you know, obviously, you know, better defensive matchup there in Boston. Can they hold them down? But I think if they can score, you know, 115, 120. I think that's going to be a problem for Boston, even though Boston has had some, you know, explosive offensive outputs in this, in this playoff run. I think if golden state can continue to score as well as they have been, I think it's going to be a problem. Um, another thing I kind of noticed is that, you know, golden state has yet to lose a home game in the playoffs. That's, yeah. Yeah. And so if, and like um, the Celtics haven't lost back-to-back games yet. So one of those is going to break in the first two games in in Golden State. So either Boston is going to get their split 1-1 and continue their streak of not losing two games in a row, or Golden State is going to hold their home court. And I think if they do, I think that's obviously that's trouble for for Boston. They can't beat them on on Golden State's floor. But uh, some other numbers I saw: Boston's offensive rating in the in the conference finals was one thirteen or one thirteen nine, basically one fourteen, and the de- defensive rating was one hundred eight. So they were playing uh, really good defense. 
Uh, Golden State's offensive rating was 123.9, so basically 124, almost Jesus. 10 points better than Boston's offensive rating, um, and then still a respectable 114 uh, and a half uh, defensive rating. So I think that th- that's the key, you know, matchup in my eyes is is Golden State's offense versus Boston's defense, which yeah, you know, which wins. And uh, uh, good good on Golden State for winning their home games. I know the average ticket price for those games are like three hundred dollars for some nosebleeds. So whoa, the fact they I don't know if it does, exactly, yeah. but you know the, <laughs> the highest in the in the in the league. So seeing them you know give the fans their due has been nice. But um, I don't know, man. Like I know you guys are gonna. I, I keep going back and forth on this. I know you got you and Joey are picking the Warriors here, and I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to take the Celtics to play contrarian, but at the same time. Yeah, how are you going to go against a team who doesn't look like you know? A lot of times with the veteran team, if they they kind of look, uh, you know, a, a step slower or like you know, there's something missing with them. You know, it's kind of like the Lakers um, with Magic and James Worthy against the Bulls the first time. It's like okay, it's a veteran yeah. team, but like they're kind of you know these young guns are going to come in here and take it. It's like is Boston going to be that? It doesn't. I don't. I, I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't really don't want Boston to win. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't see it either. But I'm. I'm with you. Like, kind of. I think it's becoming this clear cut decision that like Golden State's going to win this. And it's like this sort of coronation of Steph Curry. Like people are talking about him winning the Finals MVP. Like he's going to get his yeah, first right. Finals MVP. Uh, you know, ESPN's been debating where is he as far as top ten, top five player. You know, all time. Just when he made the you know the his six Finals. So it feels like this coronation kind of, and I that always makes me nervous. I'm like, hey, you know, you guys might be sleeping on Boston here, but at the same time, I just I can't pick against Golden State the way they're playing right now. And like you, I'm kind of not really rooting for Boston, but <laughs> right. And like, um, yeah. So like, I mean. Tatum's gonna need, like Butler was just insane. Let's go back. I want to go back yeah, to Heat yeah. and Celtics real quick. Jimmy Butler played his ass off, and the problem is, I think he knew it. That's why he went to go take the hero shot at the end there. That kind of yeah. cost him the game. Like, imagine if he just gets a layup. It's a tie game, man. It just. But anyways, yeah. like Tatum is Tatum gonna take the next step to really go over the top, but or is Marcus Smart gonna have a game? Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know what to make of this. I, I the thing is, like Boston's really not that big. Like it's Al Horford, yeah. you know, against Draymond. Who who do you want? Like I, I probably want Draymond, but um, I that was another. Yeah, that was another thing I, I kind of saw was Looney's uh, offensive rebound rate. Oh yeah, many, like how many boards he was getting. If he can continue uh, that kind of production on the offensive glass and getting those extra extra possessions. For Golden State, that's going to be a problem again for Boston. That's the Mavericks was kind of a you know a crippling factor for the Mavericks and why they couldn't really make any headway against Golden State. But Kevin you know, Looney in the last six games, so the last game of the Memphis series and then the five in Dallas, 18 rebounds, six, 12, 12, five, and then 22. So the guy's like he's on it, right? Yeah. And it's just and it was weird in that Miami Boston series where my Miami I, I I still don't like seeing just four guards and a center out there the center being Bam right yeah. so you have like a Struss um, Jimmy Butler um, Lowry. Lowry and Oladipo and it's like yeah you don't have it you don't have you just and uh, you know 
we'll see. Yeah, well, the thing with Golden State is they got Draymond and Looney both out there, so it kind of helps with the boards a little bit more. Grant Williams for Boston's only six four. Um, yeah, that's me big. And then uh, turnovers. Uh, Boston gave up a lot of turnovers against Miami, and I don't you know. Was that Miami turning them over more than you know Boston being sloppy? If Golden State, you know, uh, can kind of get. Uh, keep those turnovers coming. They, you know, uh, the Mavericks actually didn't turn the ball over a ton against Golden State, so they weren't out in transition running. But if Gold, uh, you know, if Boston is giving the ball up to Golden State, that gets them rolling even more than just their own half court offense when they get out. And running. Golden State's notorious about being—they're always the worst turnover team. Yeah. It's almost by design, right? Yeah, the way they—they're they, so careless with the ball. Yeah, so. that that be something I'll, I'll definitely be watching those first couple of games. That turnover rate, the um, or the turnover battle, the rebounding battle, and then just kind of defensively those matchups that we were talking about. I think those going to be very interesting. And then obviously the shooting. If if uh, Boston can shoot the way they shot, you know, in the uh, the Milwaukee series, it's certainly going to get real interesting here. So, yeah. Well, here's a question. So, like, do you think um, a team? <clears throat> who does not win the three-point battle can win the game. It's so like, you know, in the last game, Dallas went 17-42 while Golden State was 14-36. So technically they shot better from three, but Golden State still won. But I feel like I need to look this up. But like every game for Miami and Boston, whoever shot the ball better won the game. Yeah. So are we going to get a game where the team actually shoots better from three, but they actually still lose the game? In this series, I would say no, because I think that's going to be some of their bread and butter for both teams, you know. Golden State shoots the three, obviously. Boston, they're, right. they're relying a lot on that. So, no, in this series, I, th- I think if you win that three-point battle, I think you're going to... It could be as simple as that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably a larger topic here about how these the three-point revolution has kind of maybe changed these, these uh, playoff matchups into just who can shoot the most threes and kind of the, the way the series, especially Boston and Miami, it was blowout, 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 but, you know, back yeah. and forth blowout, so... It was back and forth. It was back and forth. It was kind of weird, but the games themselves weren't all that good until Game Six. But yeah, uh, Game Six was the, the fantastic game. Game Seven was fine too. Yeah, um, I just I wanted a little bit more. I think. Uh, yeah, it just never. I, I felt like it never had the juice until that very very end, when it you know kind of got real interesting there for a minute, and then Jimmy Butler takes that bad three. So thanks, yeah. Jimmy Boston. You can thank Jimmy Butler for that was, yeah. Uh, well, you think that's about it here? Yeah. Uh, what's your pick? Golden State in seven. So Joey said Golden State in six. Um, I got to go Golden State. It's Golden State. In, <clears throat> um, Probably in six. I, I almost want to say five, but you got to give a little bit more respect to Boston than that. Yeah, if it's five, I would be very surprised. But that would have been like something something wrong happened. Yeah, I also go. I don't see Golden State winning in Boston. That's also kind of hard. <laughs> right. That's why it's like okay, maybe we'll be seven. Yeah, but that's why but I wanted it, to go five because I'm like, oh, they could just rip, them, man. rip it up. But again, like we were saying, Warriors hadn't really had. This is the best team that the Warriors are going to have played this entire playoffs. Yeah, I think Boston. so. But not the best player though yet. I think I think uh, Doncic was the best player. Oh yeah. You know what? Played. 
I've been going against Golden State this entire series. I'm just going to pick Boston. Give me a Boston in six. Boston at six. The... It's done. Yeah. It's done. All right. Well, I think with that, with our picks in, recap done, and uh, we'll have Joey back. Uh, we're going to go Thursday next week, right? We're going to come in yeah. after the game. So from here on out, no more like weekly episodes. We're just going to do these sort of short recap episodes after the games. Uh, first one will be Thursday, obviously, and then I believe Monday night is the, the game after that. So we will be back in action next Thursday, re- uh, recapping the NBA Finals. They're here. All right, last question here, Chris. Are you excited for the Finals? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> kidding. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I had, felt like the Conference Finals didn't have the juice that some of the second-round matchups did. That's the had. thing, though. Like This whole playoff has been so fun. Like Grizzlies Timberwolves was obviously one of the best series we had. Yeah. Uh Suns Mavericks was fantastic. Yeah, just this last round was a bummer. Yeah. But no, right. I'm I'm back up. I'm back You're up. Back Let's up. go. You're back up. Let's go. Boston, Golden State. All right. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Until next time. Box out.